When you pray, seek to enter into what is called a prayer state. To best understand what prayer states are, I offer two examples. First, concerning brain waves. Five electrical brain waves have been determined. They are from the slowest deep sleep to the fastest frequency while consciously processing information. Delta, theta, alpha, beta, and gamma. Alpha is in the middle, and it occurs when you are daydreaming, meditating, or praying, and are relaxed and calm. You can also enter into alpha through deep breathing. Breathing is so important and essential to prayer. When you are fully awake and resting in the moment, in mindfulness, you are in alpha. The second example has to do with the difference between a monologue and a dialogue. To again refer to Jesus' instruction on prayer from Matthew 6, verses 6 through 8. But whenever you pray, go into your room and shut the door. And pray to your Father who is in secret. And your Father who sees in secret will reward you. When you are praying, do not heap up empty phrases as the Gentiles do, for they think that they will be heard because of their many words. Do not be like them, for your Father knows what you need before you ask him. Okay, in other words, when you pray, enter into a private dialogue with God, who may reward you in secret. Note that when you are speaking with another person, the atmosphere is different than when you are alone. And prayer is not meant to be a monologue, but a dialogue. So when you pray, do so with the faith-generated atmosphere that God is truly listening and will respond to you in God's timing and God's way. In other words, a prayer state is a form of mutual atmosphere, just like having an honest and heartfelt dialogue with the loved ones, someone who knows you right well so that you can speak shorthand, so to say, rather than longhand. Once in a prayer state, you can learn to stay there for longer periods, and even though you will have thoughts, feelings, and the like to distract you, listen up. Not all of you will be distracted. You can continue to be anchored in a prayer state in the midst of whatever distracts you. Once distracted, while still connected to your prayer state, you can gently return your full attention to God, never having completely abandoned your prayer state, just like if you're having an intense conversation with a loved one uh, at a restaurant and someone says hi and interrupts you. Part of you is still in that conversation, right? So when you turn back, you're right there again. Now, prayer states can be of varying lengths and intensities. 
at the highest level of prayer intensity, you can enter what is termed ecstasy, or an ecstatic, ecstatic state of being. The word ecstasy comes from the Greek language and means literally to stand outside oneself. It can be a delightful rapture, a temporary but extreme happiness. In the context of a prayer state, ecstasy means to stand outside your embodied self in the world while standing in the Spirit of God. It is nothing to fear. Rather, it is a wondrous moment of pure mutuality with God. And as such, it is to be sought, accepted, and freely entered every time God offers it to you while in prayer. Entering into it is the first thing I seek every single morning when I pray, as I turn fully to God the Beloved. Just after a precious prayer state, I gratefully prayed to God the following. Tenderly, how tenderly have you come upon me in our brief seasons of silent communion, you and me and I and you. You have touched my soul more surely, more serenely than fingers can caress flesh. I have experienced you experiencing me as none other, knowing just where and when and how I needed to be touched, wanted to be touched, even if I did know it, not know it, until you touched me. The way you seemed to succor and savor me, what can I say to you, do for you, in response other than to say how I love you, how I praise you for your way with me. Would that I could touch you as you have touched me. Would that I could caress your spirit as you have caressed my soul. Does not my desire to touch you touch you? Does not my will to caress you caress you? When I shed this shroud of flesh, I will learn what our relationship has come to and whether my straining in my restraints to touch you touched you. Finally, pray through the four questions concerning this prayer that I've just read to you. What does the prayer say? What does it say to you? What do you want to say to God? And what does God want to say to you?